Welcome to the program. I'm Tyler Frio, and you are listening to Let's Talk on WISR 680 AM and 107.5 FM. Our program, as always, can be heard on the air, of course, 680 and 107.5 FM. We also stream online, WISR680.com, and you can also catch us in a podcast page if you miss any of our program or can't stick around for the full half hour. You can check that out under the podcast page at WISR680.com. Of course, Let's Talk is when we sit down and talk business with business owners and individuals all across the Butler area. And today we are joined by John Giles. He is the president and owner of Butler Business System. He joins us inside the studio. John, good morning. Thanks for stopping by. Morning, Tyler. Thanks for having me. So Butler Business Systems, if people uh, are curious exactly what that's all about, let's give them a look. Well, in a nutshell, uh, we we help business owners take credit card payments and we also work with them to uh, cover their point of sale needs. Um, And we do things, you know, from just a terminal that sits on a counter to uh, a mobile Android device that you can take out in the field to get payments out there. So we just we kind of take the friction out of take accepting payments and uh, we try and reduce the cost as well. Now, you have been involved in the point of sale process and, and business for a long time. Uh, what's your what's your backstory and how did you come upon this idea? Sure. Well, um, back in about 94, I started working on a product that was a point of sale product for restaurants called Future POS. And I went into business in 98 and did that for just about 19 years. And we built that company from my, my grandmother's basement to a top five product in its prime. And uh, you know, just it, it came time that the, the right offer came and we sold, but uh, there, were, there were still things I wanted to do. And I also saw that the that there was a lot of consolidation in the market and that the customers weren't getting taken care of. So I thought, you know, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to start something that, you know, I, I'm doing for the right reasons. I'm, I'm, I'm saving people money. I'm giving them better support and anybody that's disenfranchised by all this consolidation. Well, you know, they'll have a safe Harbor with me. And that's what I'm sure over the time, how much running a business has changed, you know, where everybody was paying cash or check Obviously, things have changed dramatically, and there's a lot of times where people just simply aren't carrying cash anymore. Yes. Yeah. In fact, uh, when I got into it, it was about 90% cash and 10% credit cards, and it's inverted to where it's 90% credit cards and about 10% cash. Now, it's just a convenience thing, I think. And you're talking about the consolidation in the market. What impact has that had on small business owners? Um, Their rates have gone up. It's, it's, It's sad, but private equity has bought a lot of these smaller companies up, and it's really just a money play. They're they're raising the rates on all these these people for no reason. I mean, other than they want to make more money, uh, and it's it's you know they've they've tried to cut costs by outsourcing their support overseas and things like that. So it's just it's it's been a negative all around for the consumer. So um, it's it's kind of funny. I say I can differentiate myself because I give you a quality product at a fair price, and I give you local tech support, and yeah. and you wouldn't believe how different that makes me from everybody else. <laughs> and I think that's one of the great things because you know this is something that can be used for a wide variety of services. We're not talking just the restaurant industry anymore. We're talking all across the board. So if somebody is starting a business and they know, okay, I need to include some type of technology that I can take credit card payments, what does that process look like? Uh, We would come to your site and and evaluate what you need and really try and find the right fit for you as opposed to just selling you stuff. It's it's more about solving problems. Uh, Find find their pain point. You know, what's what's a problem for them now and then solve that problem for Mm -hmm. them. Whenever you're working through and talking to business owners uh, and, and they're trying to incorporate all different types of technology. What questions and concerns do you hear from them whenever they're trying to look for a point of sale type of system? 
Uh, one of the big things is stability. You know, if some of these platforms go down, uh, I don't want to say regularly, but more often than they should. And at, at that point, you can't take a credit card. So, mm-hmm. you know, with, with like I said, with the, the, the high acceptance rate of credit cards these days, um, you can't not have your credit card processing up or you're turning away business. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's one of the challenges that actually we've been able to, to really rise to the occasion. The company that we work with has, has not, knock on wood, hasn't <laughs> gone down in the last three years and that's that's better than virtually anybody in the business so um, you know reliability and, and and when it doesn't work you can call us and we'll get it get it back up as fast as possible and I'm sure that's very reassuring as you mentioned local tech support so you're not calling out to California to get the answer yeah. things can be answered here right in the backyard yeah and I mean I, I think that uh, I, I personally put a big emphasis on that because um, I, I think that it's an afterthought for a lot of companies but really you know when you when you call tech support you're having a bad day already mm-hmm. <laughs> and and you don't want to have uh, you know somebody in India that that you know English isn't their first language and nothing against anybody from India but you know it's it it adds Stress Those are to the, the barriers situation. we face. Yeah, yes. whatever. Yeah, so I mean, I, I feel like if you have that calm, soothing voice on the phone that that uh, you can understand, you know, because a lot of times you're in a noisy environment too. Mm-hmm. So on top of that that language barrier, you've got noise in the background that makes it even hard to hear. Uh, so yeah, I, I feel like that that having that local support is just the right way. It's obviously it costs a little more, but I think it's just the right thing to do. We're talking with John Giles of Butler Business Systems. So for let's say you know we've, we've talked about retail and in store, but you guys also offer a service that let's say a food truck is out and about uh, and they're trying to find easy ways to take payments. Yes, uh, we have a, a device that we use that uh, will take a, a cell phone SIM card. So basically anywhere you've got cell phone service, you can take a payment. So uh, like you said, food trucks are a prime example of that. But you know, we've had people from, uh, oh, um, you know, land, landscape supply places. They'll mm. bring you a load of mulch and they'll take take payment out in the field. So, you know, it's, it, it opens up a lot of, of avenues for businesses that are, are mobile. When you're trying to track all, all the payments and things like that. What's the back end of the system look like? Does that make it easy for the business owners? Yeah, it, it's all integrated. And in, in fact, in our point of sale system, it's it's totally integrated. But um, you have you, you have a website you can go to and look at your batch. And, and uh, we, we have the ability to see that too. So if you had a question, you can call us and we can actually look right at the statement that you just got in the mail or via email and go through it with you and explain it to you. So uh, yeah, we have that 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 uh, overarching support where we have, we have visibility into your numbers. You have visibility into your numbers and we can we can we can give you any any answers that you need for that well let's give that number out and website information keeps people are listening at this point how can people get in touch with you uh well we're on all your social medias i don't have the 800 number in front of me i apologize uh but we have a website butler butlerbizsys.com it's b uh, butler B-I-Z-S-Y-S.com. Uh, but yeah, all the social medias, we're on all of those. And uh, we're, we're out knocking on doors, so we may come to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, we're here with John Giles of Butler Business Systems. Uh, whenever people are trying to incorporate traditional elements, because obviously people will still come in, pay cash, and maybe people are looking as a way to offer gift cards. What does that process look for you guys? Uh, we can integrate the gift cards. Uh, they, they go right through the credit card terminal. Uh, so it's, it's very seamless. You know, you can sell those and, and actually gift cards were a big thing in restaurants because they, they, they figured out over, over time that, uh, only 80% of the gift cards that you sell ever get redeemed. So mm-hmm. it's like, 
20% of that's free money. So, uh, you know, it, it went from like some people would do paper gift cards to everybody does electronic gift cards now because it's just, it's like, it's like an extra revenue stream. Yeah, no, I mean, I think there's a good chance I have 80% of gift cards that I haven't touched and it's just sitting somewhere. So right? absolutely. And how have you seen, I mean, you've, you've been working with businesses, you've been working with restaurants. How has the businesses, you know, just overall locally changed? I mean, you, you're pretty in tune to mm-hmm. You know, the, the local business uh, economy here. What have you seen develop over the last 20, 30 years? Well, I mean, I, I think that uh, our, our our area is going in the right direction. I mean, it's it's been a tough road since Pullman left, obviously. But, um, but you know, I, I think that businesses have found a way through. It's it, It's been tough times coming out of COVID. That's probably been the most recent uh hiccup in that and mm-hmm. uh you know we what we've tried to do is is you know give them give them a path to daylight where you know we're, we're here to help you get back on your feet and we're not here to you know you know pick your pocket <laughs> well and you know whenever you would walk into a, a gas station or a restaurant and it would say hey, minimum five dollar card uh, as the customer, you're like, okay, what's that all about? And you're saying it's because the, the business themselves have to justify taking a credit yes. card payment at that point. Yes, there are fees that, that you pay per per transaction and based on a percentage of, of the sale. So uh, sometimes when you have a lot of low ticket sales, you end up really eating a lot more fees than you would expect. Like if it was a $50 check, you know, it's, it's only 25 cents to do the transaction, but if it's a $2 check, it's also 25 cents to do the transaction. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I see why people do that. Uh, there's actually a new program out that has, has gained popularity called cash discounting. And it's basically, uh, I, I don't want to you know, nitpick into the fine, finer points. It's basically a surcharge, but, um, you know, we've seen uh, certain businesses where they take credit cards more of a, as a courtesy, uh, like a notary. So, okay. um, I have to pay the tax to transfer the title of this car. Well, I can't, as a notary, I can't eat 3% of that because I have to remit the entire amount to the government. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, what, what that allows you to do is I'm using my credit card. I'm paying a fee to use my credit card, which covers those credit card charges. Um, but then the the merchant gets the entire amount because, you know, they, they various reasons. They may need to remit it to the government or uh, it may just be a business where you know, the margins are slim and taking a credit card is just too much of a, a, a cost a bear. Yeah. We're talking with John Giles, Butler Business Systems. Uh, when you, when you're talking with small business owners, they usually have this concept for an idea, but there's other elements of the business they haven't thought of. Are people generally aware that point of sale is something that they really need to look into whenever they're trying to start a business up? I hate to say it. I think it's usually an afterthought. Yeah. Um, you know, like because I mean, and understandably so you're going into a business, you've got a passion for whatever it is you're going to do. Nobody has a passion for point of sale, you know, <laughs> uh, I guess outside of me, but, um, but you know, it's, it's just, it's usually the last thing that they think of and, and, uh, budgetarily, you know, it's like, well, I got this much left. What can we do? Yeah. You know, so, mm-hmm. um, you know, you'll have that a lot of times, but, um, we, we come in, we have, uh, we have the ability to rent you the equipment. So that's, that's something we couldn't do previously. Uh, just, you know, it takes, takes a little bit of capital to get that going, but, but, you know, a lot of people would rather pay $50 a month and know that, that that's just every month. That's what it costs versus, Oh, I've got to buy a bunch of computers up front and lay out all this money. Um, you know, the rental model has been very popular, especially since COVID. Yeah. And the technology that you have, this is a very, I'll say, an invasive, you know, not an invasive product. I mean, this is something that can be just stored right at the cashier's desk, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have obviously various different hardware uh, platforms we can run on, but um, yeah, we, we have, uh, you know, like all in one computers where it's a touch screen with everything built into it. 
pretty much what you're used to seeing at restaurants. Okay, uh, but it but it absolutely streamlines the business. It gives you all your all your numbers at your fingertips. There's no Excel spreadsheets and things like that. <laughs> For folks who are a little tech wary, you know, they're a little concerned. All right, am I going to be able to make the adjustment to this? How? I mean, is this a fairly easy technology to maneuver? It is, and uh, we've we've worked uh, we've done a lot of work to make it even simpler and and uh, yeah. More easy for us to support. If it's easier for us to support, it's it's easier for it to be up and running for you. Mm-hmm. So we we've we've put a lot of time and effort into uh, the ability to actually support you remotely. So we can kind of get into your computer like we're looking over your shoulder, but there's no security aspect to it. One of the things that used to be a problem in point of sale is they would have these remote access softwares where I would actually log into your computer. And I could do things there. Well, what would happen is somebody would get your password and go in and do something nefarious or, you know, and, and, you know, put something on your system that didn't belong there. What we did was we took that back one step and said, we, we don't necessarily need access to your computer. We just need to see what's on your screen. Mm-hmm. So instead of, of getting into your computer, we, we, we built software that will actually broadcast what's on your screen to our support system so that we can say, oh, you see that button in the upper right-hand corner? You need to press that one. And we can actually walk you through things, but we've eliminated the security risk of us actually being in your system. No, that seems like super easy tech support. I mean, instead mm-hmm. of, and especially for you guys, you don't have to send someone out into the field. They can sit there and that means you're helping more customers as the day goes on. Yes. And our, our goal is to have the most uptime possible. You know, you, if it's down, neither one of us is winning. So, um, <laughs> you know, we want to, we want to be able to keep you up as much as possible, but when you break, cause it always, it always does. Uh, we want to be able to get you back up just as fast as is humanly possible. Now, do you offer training services whenever people decide to make the, the, move to this point absolutely of and in fact uh, we, we send our people on site to train you and at the end of the training we will send you a survey that you can you can rate how we did so um you know I, I don't have to take my technician's word for the fact that he was on time and did a good job training <laughs> you because he's always going to tell me that. <laughs> um, I, I like to get that feedback from the horse's mouth because now I know I know that you're happy. Um, it's funny because I get all these uh, surveys that people won't take them mm. and I figure you know what it you must be happy because if you were unhappy, you'd have taken the survey. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, but I, I, I really like to keep my finger on the pulse of how we're doing out in the field. Now, you obviously, you mentioned future POS, and you talked about a passion for point of sale, not something that I, I commonly interview people with a passion right. for point of sale. How did you decide that this was a, a technology that was needed? Well, it was it was about the time, I mean, we're talking back in 94, um, you know, DOS was kind of king then, and there were a lot of very comprehensive products for DOS, but it was giving way to Windows, and uh, people liked the flashiness, the, the you know, the, the nicer user interface that you got with Windows, so there were people that just wanted Windows. They didn't care that it wasn't a really robust product, and yeah. I was working at a company doing cash register software for grocery stores, and they were trying to find something for restaurants, so uh, one thing led to another. I just said, you know, I could write something better than this in my spare time. And I got into it and I never really, it wasn't a passion at that point. I think it was more, um, I think everybody that goes into business wants to make a million dollars and sit on the beach. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of my, my initial push to do this. Uh, but, but as, but as time went on, it kind of took on a life of its own. And I, I remember, I'll never forget this. I, I got a letter from uh, a couple out in California that had my system and, and, and it was this, this sweet lady that, uh, she basically said, that her and her husband had had this restaurant for 17 years and they had never felt like they had control, you know, the checks and balances they needed to take a vacation. But since they put in our system, she felt confident enough that, that they could go away and they, they actually went away for a vacation for the first time in 17 years.
years. And I, yeah. I it just warmed my heart, you know, because it's like you, you never meet these people. You only hear when it doesn't work, generally mm-hmm. speaking. But, but you don't realize that you really are helping people out there, even though you'll never meet them and they'll probably never tell you, you know. And, and that's what, especially in the restaurant industry, as a man who briefly worked in it, I'm saying like mm-hmm. three or four days. All right? yeah. So I didn't last. <laughs> I didn't last because I... As the consumer, you don't realize how difficult things are behind the scenes, how much has to maneuver, how much the waiters and waitresses need to rely on communication to the Mm -hmm. cooks and then the cooks to management and everything like that. A lot of it needs to coincide together. One of the easiest things for me to do was to pick up on the future POS system because it was an easy interface. But I mean, I'm sure that has helped business owners all across by having a very easy functioning point of sale system. Yes. And that's, that's one of the things we've always put emphasis on is keeping the software simple. A lot of times you'll have people that write these in a vacuum, um, you know, basically straight out of college, never worked in a restaurant. And Mm -hmm. here's my thoughts on what it should look like. And they don't really take into account the ease of use uh, in the user interface. Like it should be intuitive. It should be, you know, you shouldn't have to be like scratching your head when you look at that screen as to what to hit next. Uh, we, we've done a really good job on that user interface to keep it very streamlined, uh, very, very user friendly so that the training time is virtually nothing because there's a lot of uh, turnover in the restaurant industry. Yeah. You know, so guys are only there for two or three days. Who would do that? <laughs> who would do such a thing? Uh, but no, I mean, it's super easy. And I think, as you mentioned, as a business owner to say, okay, these checks and balances are in place. As everyone tries to establish a little bit more of a work, life work balance, mm-hmm. I, I feel like having an easy point of sale system that you can rely and you can trust on allows you to take that vacation comfortably knowing, hey, the business is in good hands. Yes, and another piece of that is the remote access to your data. So mm-hmm. uh, we have a web login where you can go and look at, at your sales and, and, and run reports, do maintenance from basically anywhere you have an internet connection. So uh, like you said, people are out of the office a lot more these days, especially since COVID. Uh, but we, we've kind of adapted to that where we, we allow you to be out of the office, but still have your finger on the pulse of what's going on in your business. Now, again, we're here with John Giles of Butler Business Systems. Uh, you know, this is a a unique technology to the Butler area. You know, we're, we're known for steel mills and, you know, now healthcare and things like that. But what led you to keep uh, your businesses here in the area? You know, it's, it's my home. I grew up here. Um, I met my wife here, my, raised my kids here. So I, I, I've always loved the Butler area and I've always wanted to do what I can to kind of, I don't want to say bring a renaissance, but, um, you know, steel's not going to come back to the level it was. Mm-hmm. You know, Pullman standards never coming back. So what's next, you know? And Technology is not going away, so you know, my long-term goal would be to create lots of good-paying jobs in the Butler area, uh, you know, surrounding technology, and kind of allow us to go from the Rust Belt to maybe more more of the Silicon Belt. Yeah. And how do you view the technology industry? Because right now it's been it's been a peculiar start of 2023. Here, the major companies of you know Facebook and Google and all mm-hmm. them doing some layoffs. What is the landscape here for tech? Well, I mean, the, the, you know, you're you're talking about companies that that do private are funded by private equity and they're making money off advertising and and those companies had a lot of money thrown at them in the beginning and and i think we're getting to the point where they're saying you know let's figure out how we're going to turn a profit here Mm -hmm. so i think some of the layoffs were probably overdue Um, some of those companies were just bigger and and more cumbersome than they needed to be thinks i think uh you know, I, I, I saw one of my competitors lay off half their staff. Well, really? that says that you probably had a lot of people you didn't need. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I mean, I, I think there's a lot of streamlining going on, and I don't think it's all bad, uh, but it also gives us the opportunity to sometimes, you know, s- scoop up some talent that, that somebody yeah. was 
foolish enough to let go. So. In, in terms of your business, uh, what's the employment uh, like at Butler Business Systems? Oh, I think we're up to about 25, 26 employees now. So, okay. I mean, that's that's coming out of COVID. We've, we've been able to grow very quickly. We actually were able to get a lot done during COVID because uh, being on the payment side of things, we, we were considered an essential business. You know, it's, yeah. it's banking. If people can't get paid, they can't do business. So uh, we were able to kind of stay in the office and get things done. And the, the phones didn't ring a lot because, you know, <laughs> so, I mean, it was just... I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was a great thing, but it, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't as detrimental to us as it was to a lot of businesses. A lot of time for that research and development. Yes. Everyone talks about R&D, but sometimes yes. it's tough to find that time to implement those things. Absolutely. Yeah, when the phone's ringing, that's got to come first. Yeah. So <laughs> all your, all, you know, I, I, I joke with my new CFO. I mean, you know, you, you'll, come to, you'll come to work with this whole plan of what you're going to get done today, and that'll blow up by like 10 o'clock. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, something will come, come along, and you've got to drop everything and take care of it because there's a customer that needs you. So, um, yeah, it was very refreshing to have that time to actually do pure R&D and get stuff done. So when you're talking about, you know, continuing to develop this product and continuing to look at it, are you relying really a lot on client and customer feedback as to ways to make this product easier? Well, you know, honestly, not at this juncture because I, I did it for 20 years. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah, I retired briefly, I think maybe six months and uh, <laughs> I just realized that the retirement was not for me yet. Uh, but but it, it gave me a, a chance to kind of take the blinders off, you know, because when you're in a business, it's like, you know, you know this is your baby. And, you know, anybody that uh, doesn't like it is telling you your baby's ugly. And, you know, mm-hmm. you just you, you get more emotionally tied to it than you probably should. But but having that time to take a step back, it, it, let me say, you know, we did we did a really good job at this, but we could have done better at that. Yeah. You know, and, and so it, it, it allowed me to kind of come back with like, you know, for round two uh, and and do the things better that I didn't have the money to do or or the foresight to do last time. You know, so that the support was a big piece of it. You know, in, in most businesses, it's an afterthought. We wanted to make that a, a priority so we actually and this is kind of symbolic we, we when you call our phone number it's you know every other company is press one for sales two for support we flip that it's press one for service and two for sales because you know what i would rather have a hundred happy customers than a thousand customers that hate me yeah so let, let's focus on the service and making sure that the people that we we do have as customers are happy you know and then then we'll grow from there and we've been talking obviously local business now what areas do you serve right now we we are serving Western Pennsylvania, and we go into Ohio a little bit and West Virginia. Um, the Butler Business Office is kind of meant to be the franchise prototype because we will open these offices in other cities, but we also are building out infrastructure to allow third parties to sell our products in other other markets, uh, and 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 have have the management tools they need to run their businesses better. So we're, it's kind of it's kind of for the for the small businessman at, at, at multiple levels. You know? mm-hmm. When you talk to businesses, I mean, what are the things they're, they're telling you about their product? You know, it, it's 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 kind of a, a, a strange time. It's really the, the the asks are very simple. In fact, I have people just saying, I just want to know what my rate is from month to month. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've, I've I get all the industry magazines. So you get all the, you know, the announcements. Oh, you know, Heartland raised their rates again. Uh, you know, World Pay raised their rates or whoever it is it's like oh so and so raised their rates and it's it's like you're 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 not giving any better product you're not mm-hmm. you're not getting anything for that additional money they're just 
raking you over the coals because they can. So, uh, you know, and, and like I said, coming out of COVID, money's tight. People just want stability. They want to know what to expect from month to month. We've literally not raised anybody's rates since the inception of the business, unless we were actually losing money on it because somebody screwed up pricing it. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I, I can I can tell you, we, we ran some numbers and in the last year, we've saved local businesses over a half a million dollars just because we've, we've been able to lower the rate and we've kept it low. Like you mentioned, I mean, we, we could be talking about a quarter on a $2 purchase or a quarter on a $50 purchase, but a quarter, okay, may seem like a small thing, but when you add it up time and time again, especially yes. if you're doing a high number of purchases, those things can really add up. Yes. And then they'll, they'll, yeah, unfortunately they'll raise the, 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 the fees that they're charging on the overall sale as well. So it might be 1.6%. Well, now it's 1.7% or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever the numbers are, uh, which doesn't sound like much, but when you take that across all the credit cards that you take, well, that's, that's actually, that adds up, you know, it starts to add up. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you, you'll see, you'll see people like, yeah, there, there are companies, like I said, private equity, they're just there to make money. They'll lock them into three-year contracts where they have no ability to get out. And, and it's like, oh, my, my price is great today, but guess what? Six months from now, it's not going to be great. And you're not going to be able to go anywhere or do anything about it. What is the commitment level for a business owner if they work with you? Uh, we go month to month. I, I tell my people, you know what, if, if, if you're only staying with me because I locked you into a contract, that, that's not a good business model. I mm-hmm. want you to stay because you like the way we take care of you. And if you're only staying because I, I'm holding you over a barrel, then I don't know how good a job I'm doing. If you can leave at any time and I see people leaving, then I know I'm not doing a good job. So it's like, it's sort of, it's beneficial to the business. It's not, uh, it, it, it doesn't create that sticky relationship that a lot of businesses are trying to create. But f- from where I'm sitting, it, t- it it's, it allows me to, you know, have have some uh, insight into how well I'm doing. If people if people are leaving, why are they leaving? I want to know mm-hmm. because then I can address that right now. It's not, you know, I'm going to get to the end of a three year contract and you're going to leave because you've hated me for two and a half years. Um, you know, <laughs> we're able to address that as it comes up and and not let that relationship become toxic. So you're offering businesses what I think is a pretty good model, mm-hmm. no long-term commitments, mm-hmm. ability to save money, and support and customer support uh, all the time. I mean, it sounds like this is a model that a lot of business owners would like to consider. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I, it's kind of funny, but I just say I, I just treat people the way I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, it's crazy, but it, it actually works. Well, and I also think there's something to be said when the business owner is out supporting the businesses in the area and yes. being a part of the community and talking to these folks and trying to figure out exactly what's going on in their world. Right. And, and, you know, I, I have restaurants that I like to go to and if they're customers, well, I got to make sure I take care of them because <laughs> I want to be able to go there and eat and not get an earful. <laughs> <laughs> again, we're talking with John Giles, Butler Business Systems. So again, people have heard our conversation, the website and how they can get in touch with you. Uh, uh, it's uh, com, And then we're on all the social medias and I am uh, remiss as a business owner because I don't have the 800 number with me, <laughs> which uh, they're going to kill me for that back at the office. But well, uh, we'll put the addendum at the end yes, of the show, yes. so don't worry about that. Uh, let's start with that process. So people reach out to you, they mm-hmm. get in touch. How will that look for people to start that initial conversation? Uh, we'll we'll ask you for a copy of your current credit card statement so we can see what you're getting charged today, and we'll we'll give you a free rate review. So we we break down the numbers, see how they're how they're charging you, uh, the fees that they're charging you, what you're paying in each category of fees. And then we'll see if we can save you money. You know, we've, we've found in rare cases that we can't save you any money and we'll come back and just say, look, we, you're getting a really good price. We, we can't beat this price. If, if anything changes and you're not happy, we can match this price, but we, we can't save you any money. And, uh, you know, it's a business decision if you ever would want to come with us, but, uh, but you know how you're, if, if you're getting taken care of or not, it doesn't cost you anything. You don't have to commit to anything, but we'll, 
we'll let you know, you know, how your pricing looks and if, if you're, if you're being taken care of or if you're getting gouged. Yeah. And so again, this is not the, the, the used cars salesman type mm. technique. This is straightforward, honest approach to say, Hey, look, this is what's on the table and let's see if it makes sense for your yes, business. Absolutely. And like I said, there've been, there've been rare occasions where we couldn't save you any money and we had to just walk away and say, Hey, take comfort in the fact that, you know, you're, you're, you're getting a good deal. So again, Butler B I Z S Y S is the website. And again, they have all their contact information on there as well. That 800 number is 800-283-9037. Yes. There we go. I went with the two, eight number just to have that Butler feel. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's what I saw. Two, eight, three. I'm like, that's perfect. That is absolutely <laughs> Butler. John Giles, Butler business system. John, thanks for taking the time and uh, always appreciate it. Yeah. It's great to see you, Tyler. We've got this Denny of it available on our website, WISR 680 AM. Just look for the let's talk portion and then you can find Butler business system and catch up on anything that you missed. I'm Tyler Friel saying so long for now. You have been listening to let's talk on WISR. <laughs>